you'll see all the other deals she has behind it that are as good as this by the end of this call. And this is just one agent. All right. So the market is rife with opportunity right now if you know what the fuck you're doing. If you don't, you can just watch people make money. You can either watch things happen or make things happen. That's up to you. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. This is Marco Kozlowski, and I'm going to do something very special today. Frank and Gabe are not with me, and I thought I would share a seller call. A seller call is something that I do every Tuesday that I've been doing for years and years and years and years and years for around 40 weeks a year on every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern. I share a student deal that is live, that is active, that is in today's marketplace and really showcase my tribe and now today you on uh, what is possible when you really know what you're doing. This was a total of a 14 minute call with a seller and the total profit on this opportunity is $14 million and it's a 14 minute call. So it's basically a million dollars a minute. Now this is in a, a hotel that is uh, in a really good spot where the seller has just let it decay for a period of time. When 2020 and COVID hit, if you can remember that far back, do we still have COVID? All joking aside, when uh, 2020 hit, it really hit hard hospitality. And there are a lot of sellers that just let things go and couldn't keep the wheels on the wagon and were, are now, we're in 2022, but 2021 was a rough recovery and they just now are letting things go. So there's a lot of really great opportunities that are hitting the market right now. And, and those that are skilled and get the education and are wanting the help to really take these things down, like Dr. Lily, who is featured in this call, she is a student and she first attended my three-day class and then decided to step up her level and really learn how to do some really large properties. Even though she had no experience, she's a, in her everyday life, she's a doctor and she wants to supplement her income so she doesn't have to be a doctor because she hates it and wants to go into a property that will actually take care of her and her family so she doesn't have to go to work. So she has the right mindset and she's putting a lot of effort into that learning, you know, that learning opportunity and learning those skills. Of course, the best thing is, is as we take these things down and as the, the inflation level gets higher and higher and higher and higher in the United States, you can ride that appreciation and that inflation past podcast on this. Getting so excited, I can't say podcast. So we have a past podcast on this that explains that the way to beat inflation, actually win the inflation game while others suffer from things costing more and more, you're buying assets that you don't have any money in because you bought them right, have only debt on them that are going up, 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 up in value. So if you buy something for a million and then five years later, it's worth three million, you have $2 million in equity that you just didn't have before. So inflation is taking care of you while there's cash flow. And this deal is certainly no exception. So yeah, listen to this. I know you're going to love it. I'll give you a quick uh, synopsis on the backside. Hello, hello, hello. We are about to begin. Pretty exciting call today. At least I think so. Only if you like making boatloads of money and having fun doing it. Hello, Jill. Good to see you. Charlie, good to see you as well. Andrew, Ember. Ember, tell me about this negative cash flow situation. Alexis, good to see you as well. Alan, nice as well. Hello, hello, Mr. Paul Jalbert. We got David Bolton, Natalia. Hello, hello, Danny. Good to see you as well. Danny Bolton twice. 
so many cool people here. John as well. Hey, Amber as well. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hopefully you're excited for today's live call. Obviously going to wait just a few seconds as more people uh, pile in here. A pretty neat call today that surfaced today when things are good, you got to move quickly. And uh, that's just how it works. So excited for today. Hopefully uh, many of you have been on this call before and you know what the heck's going on. If you don't, let me know this is your first time that you're a, a virgin. I will be gentle. This is your very first call. It's a call that I dissect, that I sort of pick apart, explaining the, the strategies and psychology behind uh, the negotiation uh, portion of what we do. These are students that are in the program. I, it's not a secret. I mentor those that want to be mentored, that want to be helped to achieve financial independence using skills, not money. You don't need money to make money. You need skills to make money, knowledge to make money, application of that knowledge to make money. And uh, that's what I bring to the table uh, for those that want to learn. So I'm pretty excited to uh, help you guys out. And Carlo, good to see you as well. Leo, good to see you as well. Andrew, Andre. Andre, Andre, good to see you as well. Uh, who else is here? We got Brett. Nice to see you as well. Hey, Brett, I think you're going to like this. At least I hope so. Well, we'll see. We'll see if you like this. I know Brett's hard to please. Uh, Sunny, good to see you as well, Rob. Uh, good to see you today as well in the uh, in the masterclass. So uh, we're going to get going uh, in just a few seconds. So this is a uh, hotel. I've sent a few emails on this and I've been saying this for a while. Obviously, I empower people to buy multifamilies. Mobile home parks have a ton of those, tons of multifamilies as well. Uh, I was in single families for a very long time, and I really like the hospitality space. Specifically now with COVID, a lot of phenomenal deals on the market, and uh, today is going to be no exception. And I'm going to show you exactly what was put together today. I actually had another call planned. I had two other calls planned. I was towing which one am I going to uh, to play, and then this came on my radar during my mentorship call with uh, Dr. Lilly today. A few hours ago, out of the four deals that we're talking about right now, tell me about this one. It was the last one on our list and uh, made the call. We, we were actually playing phone tag with the agent. And uh, when she told me who it was, I think I, I think I spoke to this person before. And you'll see what, uh, what can happen very, very quickly. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag, but if you've got depends, wear them. And that's all I got to say about this, because you are going to shit your you're going to shit your pants when you understand these numbers. It's pretty damn good, all right. And I am not kidding. Uh, this is I've been excited about a deal in a while, and at first look, it looks like garbage. Uh, but when you know when you know what you know, garbage quickly turns into gold, and it's uh, pretty darn exciting. So I'll give you some some quick background on this. So it's a it is a hotel. It's hospitality, 145 rooms. So it's fairly large. It's a, that's a Big 145 keys is a fairly significant size hotel. It's a good size hotel. Uh, interior corridor, which means it's not, uh, you know, it's not like the, that motel style where, you know, people can come in and out on, from the outside. They have to go inside in order to get inside. So it's much, much safer, which usually demands you can charge more, which is, which is good. But the owners basically let it go. They just stopped giving a shit about it and it declined to the point where the city is threatening to shut them down which is never a good thing. It has to be in pretty bad shape for that to happen. And for most people, that would scare the shit out of most people. But the gross revenue, just to give you loosey-goosey numbers, gross revenue is about $1.2 million. That's gross. Okay. And we're going to be buying this for 
I'm not going to tell you right now, but it's pretty cool. All right. It's very, very cool. So the gross revenue is 1.2 when it's doing terrible. All right. Uh, and with some significant improvements, which will cost no more than 2 million bucks. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's not because again, we're not using our money. We're using borrowed money. And if you understand how things work, you get a percentage of whatever the value is. And if you understand how to position the value well and build a case for what it's going to be worth, what it is worth now, what it's going to be worth and a track record, which we have, we can take a student that has absolutely zero experience in this. Let's just call it a retirement plan. Uh, this is going to be pretty darn exciting for, for her. I know she hasn't even heard the call yet because we were playing phone tag with the agent so much that I said, you know what, I'll do the call, I'll play it and I'll send it to you or I'll play it on the seller call. And I think she's on the call. I think Lily is here. Dr. Lily is with us. So I hope you're as excited as I am. So I'll give you the bad news first. One is it's almost shut down by the city. They're basically just letting it go. It's going to be shut down any minute, which is not going to be good. It was on the market for almost $3 million last year. And that was a discount at almost $3 million. And it needs about two, two and a half million dollars in order to get it up to snuff. Two and a half million dollars would just be like almost a four-star hotel. You can do a really good job on this. And I'll, I'll go over the numbers as we go through the call. I'm just going to tell you what I'm going to tell you, then I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to tell you what I told you. I know you've heard me say this before. I'm going to go through exactly you know, these numbers and how you know, and the psychology behind what I'm doing, because there's not only this opportunity that we're getting, but all the other opportunities behind them. And you're going to see exactly how I handled that. But this is a, um, this is a very, very interesting call for a lot of different reasons, not just for the, the coolness of this deal. All right. So number one, when it's doing shitty, it's a million dollars a year of income, of gross income, 1.3. And uh, you're you know, just on a face value of revenue, if you're looking at a 4X multiplier, which is how hotels generally trade, that's kind of retail. You're looking at a $5 million asset as it is, for about, you know, what we're, I'll show you what we're going to buy it for in a second. Okay. But just so you know, the value of this thing as is, is about 5 million bucks. Everyone clear on this value of the property about, you know, four times the, the, the gross ish. It could be five. It could be six. If it was a Marriott, it could be eight or nine times. If it's uh, a, no brand at all, it, it could, it's at least four, four and a half, four for sure. And you know, and it just varies from there. But there's a lot of moving parts to hotels. That's this is not a hotel class by any stretch of the imagination. And this is a long call, so I want to make sure I get through it. But yeah, I am pretty excited, uh, Andrew, because when a student you know is working hard and there's something that clicks, it just makes me very happy. I can't tell you. George is about to you know another student is about to close a deal that's going to make him 150 grand on a deal that we were, he was going to throw into the trash. And I said, no, let's monetize this. And you know. I'm going to start crying when he gets the deal because I'm, I know what he's gone through and how hard he works. And whenever my students do well, it just makes me really, really happy because we like to give to give around here. It's not about us. I'm taken care of already. I'm going to be good no matter what anyone does. I just love seeing people succeed. It just makes me really happy. Okay. So $1.3 million in gross revenue, you're going to keep around a third of that. So whatever a third of 1.3 is, your NOI is going to be what? 400,000. So four, 450. Uh, it's worth 5 million bucks, the hotel-ish. Everyone clear on that? What's the hotel worth-ish? Everyone clear? Again, this is interactive relationship, 5 million-ish. Okay. So if we bought this for two and a half, would it be a good deal? Would it? Well, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Depends on how much income, how much money we have to put into the property, right? So it, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts. So I don't want to let again the cat out of the bag right now, but I'm going to shut my face and start this call. All right. So I'm going to share a few things here. I'm going to try being fancy today. I'm going to be fancy schmancy. First, I'm going to do this. If I hit the shift button, I'm going to do that as well because I'm going to have my calculator as well. And this. 
and let's see if the sound is any better now. Hello. <laughs> My God, how are you? I'm amazing. I how are you? I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why my phone first time was on uh, Do Not Disturb, but after that was not on Do Not Disturb, and I still would not get it. I had my phone, so right now I put my phone in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I called. So, uh, I, I think I, I called you as miss. many times as you called me, so uh, it's all good. Though. I know. It's, it's all good. Hopefully, so, you've been amazing. Yeah. Have you been well? Yeah, all all great. Good. Again, I don't really remember the conversation. I think I had called her before. And our tone is extremely conversational. She seems very excited to talk to me, which is always a good sign, right? And I'm not going to bust her bubble on that. And my excitement is around her. It's not the deal specifically, because I don't have any information on the deal other than the two pieces of information that Dr. Lily gave me. We worked on shitty deal, shitty deal. This one might be good, but here's what you need to do. And then she gives me this one at the very end saying, what do you think of this one? I'm like, holy fuck, this is the one. And I'm like, we need to call this person like right the fuck now, because this is, this, this is exciting. And um, I don't know why she didn't bring it first, but that's just, again, you don't know what you don't know. And that's the reason people work with me is so they, they can see, I see things that you don't see. Good, good. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. Dr. Lily, uh, I know you, we spoke uh, before with uh, another colleague. I think Dr. Lily reached out for the, uh, the uh, days in. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you, can you just give me a quick snapshot on, on, on some details? So it's a days in, which is a branded hotel. It's a Wyndham brand. Uh, it's a three-star brand, which uh, I like three stars better than four or five. The, the most of the revenue in hospitality is going to be made in the mid brands because there's not a lot of up there's you don't have to invest a lot in people uh, you can th- there's the lower the expectation is lower on a three star than a five star there's a lot of staff in a five star so you might make more money but you spend a lot more money and keep less because it, it doesn't matter what the gross is it's how much you net that matters right I don't care I, it's my ego is not attached to the brand. It's attached to how much money we can make and serve our, our community at the same time. Matt, just brushstroke is fine. I can uh, give you all the details you want. So this property, it's uh, 100 and it's uh, at the border of the end, uh, you know. Okay, so I, I, I've, I've cleaned where the, the location of, of where this is. Um, I've edited it so, because it's still an active deal and I don't want, and I know we have some vultures on the line, other Diamond students that would say, you know what, I'm going to grab this, but they're not going to do it because I've already cleansed it. But uh, just listen carefully. Michigan, close to, and it's 145 rooms, interior corridor, uh, closest highways are 75, 280, and 90. It's uh, close to, you know, Express Airport and Casino. It's actually across the street from a casino. I'm going to say this again. It's across the street from a casino. Now, is that a decent location? What's a revenue driver when it's around a lot of highways, serious group of highways, right? And right in front of a casino. And they've let this shit go, which doesn't make any sense. But again, human nature is not always, you know, doesn't common sense isn't always common anymore. Uh, so is this a, a decent location revenue driver? If the economy is bad, does a casino still make money? Generally, yes, because people want to gamble or they want to drink. There's, you know, there's a few, there are a few things that always make money no matter what the economy is doing. When people have more money, they go gamble. When they don't have any money, they still want to gamble because they want to make more money. So it's an excellent location. Number one. Okay. So let's just get that out of the way. It's not the boonies in the middle of nowhere. There's definitely some opportunity here. Uh, and there's a reason why I have my calculator up, which I never do, but there's a lot of numbers that we're going to go through. And I want you to understand how exciting this, this could be. It's three story built in 1970s on a five acre lot. And what has happened? It has a restaurant on site and that was leased. Okay. So there's a restaurant on site. It's leased. 
All right. So there's the least restaurant, which means you don't have to worry about that crap. We're only speaking room revenue right now in this acquisition price. We're not at all talking about the lease amount, how much money is made on the lease and the other avenues of, of, of uh, cash flow, which we're going to get into here in a second. Prior to COVID. And it also has a tower, which is like AT&T tower that they uh, do get, uh, you know, $20,000 per year. So there's $20,000 a year coming from an AT&T tower and they're only leasing it to one. Uh, and I have towers and you can actually lease it to multiple cell companies at the same time and double down, triple down, quadruple down on that rent. So there's an opportunity there for an upside and that's $20,000, which is actually under what it should be. So there's an upside on that. And that's $20,000 a year of completely passive income because they take care of it. They monitor it. They fix it. They do everything. They're basically just putting their own tower there or leasing a tower. And I'm not sure how that's structured, but again, been there, done that, have the t-shirt. And that could be $50,000, a year of passive income. So just by itself, is that okay? Again, there's no cost to this. It's pure money in the bank. All right. So not a bad river of income. I don't like streams of income. I like rivers of income. So just that alone is Gucci. All right. That alone pays for the whole program. Revenues for about for 2019 and 2020 was about 1.2, 1.3 million. All right. So 1.2 million, 1.3 million is the gross in some shitty years. And why, why has the revenues been fairly constant during COVID for this property? Anyone get an idea why? When most hotels are suffering, this one is actually doing pretty consistently okay. And it's about to be shut down by the city, by the way. You'll see this in a second. Casino, correct. So the location, the drivers from uh, the, the arteries, uh, transportation arteries, as well as the location, uh, you know, are basically ensuring a specific amount of cash flow for the asset. And again, it's about to be shut down by the city. And the reason I say this, if it's about to be shut down by the city for being in such, basically being run so poorly, it's bad management and them not really taking care of the place, which I don't care because that's an opportunity for us because we know what we're doing. Does that mean that we can raise the standards and immediately raise the revenue as soon as we do whatever is necessary to make this thing good? Is there an upside to this? Because that's really what I want you to look at is, are we buying A at value and is there an upside? Right? Because we're not retail buyers and we need to buy everything at the right price because if you don't buy it right, you're never going to make any money. Number one, most people buy retail and they're happy with that. Or they buy retail, hope the property goes up and it might not, and it could, or it might not, but I'd rather buy at below wholesale and optimize it just doing very simple things. I'm going to run through some numbers so you really understand what, what I'm talking about here because it's extremely exciting. And this is the fifth opportunity like this that I've seen this week. All right. I just happened to do this call today. It's fresh and you'll see all the other deals she has behind it that are as good as this by the end of this call. It's bananas. And this is just one agent. All right. So there's the, the, the market is rife with opportunity right now if you know what the fuck you're doing. All right. And if you don't, you can just watch people make money. You can either watch things happen or make things happen. That's up to you. And what has happened is this ownership. Uh, I actually bought one of the properties in a similar situation. So the owner had another property sold to her. All right. So she already bought a smaller version of what this was. She couldn't afford this one, so she bought something smaller. For myself, this property was listed at $2.7 million, and that was last year, $2.85 actually. So almost $3 bucks. And by the way, at a 1.2, at a multiplier, it's a 2.8, it's still 
very well a good deal uh, with the gross that they were making. Is there a big difference between last year and this year at now their asking price is actually very close to 2 million and they dropped their pants to 1.45 to 5 million bucks. All right. One point, even at, I'm going to say 1.5 million bucks at 1.5 million bucks. If you put two and a half million dollars into this property, which we don't need to, but I'm saying if we really make this close to a four-star with three-star prices, we're, we're basically destroy the competition. All right. I'm going to do numbers in a second and you will throw up as to how much money is being made in this asset. It's going to be bananas. All right. Now, again, it's predicate. We have not done any due diligence. We haven't closed. Uh, the numbers look extremely promising. I've, I've gone through uh, SCR reports. SCR reports are basically comps that, uh, that, that hotels have so we can see how they compare with other hotels. I'm going to get into RevPAR, which is the revenue per available room. And that's, that's a really good benchmark as to how much money uh, the, the, the asset would gross. And I'll give you a quick snapshot of it. Again, I'm not going to deep dive into it, but they're, they're solid um, benchmarks. So you can really predict um, how much an asset is going to make, what it's going to be worth, and how much money you can pull out on a refi. So we can plan our future uh, based on performance, uh, on what the entire market is doing. It's, it's very, it's, it, the matrix, the, the data in hotels and hospitality is, is, is very, very good. It's one of the reasons I like it as well, because it's easy to plan around it. I have I'll send you the uh, offering memorandum, and uh, they had uh, had not taken care of the property, and they were getting too many of these police calls, and you know. Okay, so I'm not sure if you are aware or have a business. If you, the police gets called too many times, do you know what happens? If they keep getting calls at a very specific location, does anyone know what happens at one point? And when uh, anyone want to take a guess, they stop coming. I'm going to say this again. If there are too many police calls in an area at one location, at one point, you're going to get fined and then they're going to stop coming. Is that a problem? <laughs> it's not scary cats. It's, it's another one of these calls, not our problem. That's how it works, right? Is that a huge problem? Now, how the only way to get rid of that problem is to sell it. See, his only way out or her only way out, or Shim's only way out, is get rid of this shit. Because if the police stop coming and you have people that are creating a problem, you can't get rid of them. What are you going to do, shoot them yourself? Maybe you can, but that's a whole new bag of problems. Then the police will definitely come for different reasons. Some homeless people stay and those kind of things. So City Kong got sick and tired, and I don't know whether you have seen that where they were going to shut down, but they did not shut down. So the hotel is operating right now. And uh, he, uh, we had an offer at 1.4. He doesn't want, I mean, I can bring him up to 1.45, around one point, between 1.4 and 1.5. And uh, he does not want to sell anything less than 1.5. Is 1.5 a decent number if the gross is 1.2 million? Think about it. It's worth five. And the guy wants the fuck out of here for 1.5. Am I going to nickel and dime for an extra 50 grand in the grand scheme of things? <laughs> Hello? Am I going to do that? No. All right. The guy wants what he wants. And again, now I have rules like an impasse where you have to get, reach an impasse. And we try to stick to those rules. But rules are also meant to be thrown out the window sometimes. When the deal is good, you have to pounce quickly. Right? So it, it's... The guy already has offers on the table, which makes sense. And whoever offered 1.4, 
doesn't know what they're doing. And here's why. Okay. So there's something called revenue per available room. All right. So let me just do this. So 1 million to, I'm going to show you how, how this actually works. Is that, that's 1.2 million, I believe. 1 million, 2 million. Yes. All right. There's 365 days in a year. All right. And there are 145 rooms. All right. So the rev par, the revenue per available room is $22.67. Got it? $22.67 is the rev par as is. All right. Which means that the number of rooms, how much revenue each room generates on average over an entire year, $22.67. Got it? Everyone clear on this? All right. If you're not clear, it's again, you take what the gross revenue is divided by the number of days in a year divided by the number of rooms. That's the rev par. All right. Just a quick crash course in hotels. The comp sets, which means the average, if you're just average in this space, your rev par is just shy of $57 a night. All right. So that's if you're average, not if you're better than everyone else. That means if you're just average. And again, the average is including these losers over here. And I mean losers from a management perspective because they're losing out on all this opportunity. Is $57. That's if you're mediocre. Mediocre. All right. So let's be mediocre. Let's buy it and just be mediocre. Now, do you think we're going to buy it and be mediocre? Or do we want to buy it and beat the revenue that's in every other? Do we want to be better than everyone else? Or do we want to just be average? What do you think Marco likes to be? Average or better? All right. Which one? Better, but let's just be average. $57 times 145 rooms times 365. All right. That's $3 million a year at a room mental multiplier, uh, sorry, a gross multiplier four. That's a $12 million asset. Now you can't live on it. You, you, you can barely put gas in the car and clothes on the kids. But that's a $12 million asset. And on a refi, all right, if we were only to get, let's say, 75% of its value, that's $9 million. And if we bought it for 1.5 and put two and a half in it, that's a total of four. That's $5 million cash out refi. I'm going to say that again. The value of the asset, now that's a, that's a 4X multiplier. And again, that's just, that's the lower end of retail. You can probably get five or six times multiplier when we're done with this. All right. Listen, the call's not even done yet, but wait, there's a lot more. This gets even more exciting. I have not included the hotel tower and the options there and the possibilities there. And I've not included the restaurant that can actually be tripled in revenue. And again, I bought a bar, so I know how to optimize bar revenue so we can actually create a bar where it just the bar alone can make you a million dollars a year all day long. Right. So just and because of its location, it would be supported because not only do people now have a casino, but they have a place to go afterwards if they want to do other things. So it creates a multiple um, opportunity experience for the patrons and the guests. So we can do a lot of really neat things here. All right. Really neat things. And again, you don't know what you don't know. So there's at least $3 million in revenue times if it's a five multiplier, that's $15 million asset. On a refi, it's well over five million dollars because if you if you know how refis work, it's borrowed money at a very long you know a very long you know amortization schedule of thirty years. That's five million bucks free money. She'll never have to be a doctor again. Done. All right. And one point five million dollar purchase price. It'll be less than two and a half million dollars, even if everything goes wrong. I'm gonna do the math in a second because the math is gonna tell me. It's not Marco that tells you. The math is gonna be clear. Math doesn't lie. Numbers don't lie. 
Okay. It is what it is. You guys want me to keep going or do you want me to stop the call? Again, this deal was gotten today, today, not last week, not last month, not when, you know, the shit wasn't, you know, shit worked then. It doesn't work now today, today. And he wanted me to prepare for auction. So we've been talking to 10X. Okay. So Lily told me this thing is going to go to auction sometime. I'm like auction. Why? Let's buy it now. I want to buy it today, right now. I'm going to write you the check. I'm ready to go. I want to close this shit right now. I see the revenue. I see where they were and where they are now. I'm like, what the fuck? Let's get this right now. Don't auction it. That's not the right time. Now is the time in this case. Now, in most cases, people want to auction because they want way too much. It was another deal that she brought. It was worth $3 million and they wanted five. Okay, go to auction. When it doesn't sell, then we'll buy it. That's what you want to do at that point. Right. So it's really, really, really important to know what to do, when to do it. All right. So this is going under contract tomorrow. All right. Tomorrow. Have you signed Anything. with 10, have you signed with 10X? Yet? Right. Yet. So gotcha. I need okay. to know if they signed with 10X because if they did, they have to pay 10X a commission of 15%. Okay. So that raises our price another 15%. But would I really give a shit if I'm paying 15% more on an asset that I know can be worth 12, 13, 14 million dollars if it's done correctly? No, I don't care because the numbers are so good. I can add money into this and it won't matter. And where am I going to get the $1.5 million from plus two or $3 million to get this thing remodeled and whatever other money that I'm going to need up to, where am I going to get this money guys? My own pocket? Where am I going to get it? You should know the answer to this. Where am I going to get it? Asset-based lenders. I can, sh- I can build a case that this is worth at least $10 million and if I only need to borrow, and how much do I want to borrow? Do I want to borrow $4 million or do I want to borrow over $5 million? Which one? $4 million or over $5 million? Why over five? Can anyone tell me why over five? If you've been following me for a while, you know the answer. Because Not because of repairs. Because anything over $5 million, we only pay 2% for the money. If, I pay, if, I, if we bought this for $4.8 million, we're paying 6% for the money. And over $5 million, we're paying 2% for the money. It's a chase product. 2%. Do I want to pay 6, 6% or 2% on the money? Asset-based lending, no credit, no money down, nothing because the deal's so good. With a good deal, you can always get the money. So which one is it? Do I want to pay $4 million, $3 million, $2 million, or $5 million? $5 million, $10. And I'm going to build, here's what we need. Here's, and this is why we're going to make it better than all the other assets that are around because we have access to cheap money. We have experience. We know what we're going to do. It has the right location. We're going to do everything that we can to be the best in show, best in class. And we're not going to do $56 ref par. We're going to be close to $70 ref par. If you do the math at $70, you're literally going to shit your pants. This is extremely exciting. I'm very, very, I haven't, you haven't heard me be excited on a deal in a very long time. And, and, and again, I don't want to give Lily any false hope. This thing could be in a, in a, in a sinkhole and it needs a match to make this thing work. All right. 145 rooms. Not yet. And we what, are actually gave them all the paperwork. Understood. So what, what does a revenue look like? Uh, well, let's talk about, I'm assuming it's, it, it needs a lot of work. Uh, I'm assuming there's going to have to be some it significant does need work. Yeah. Significant uh-huh. upgrades. Any, uh-huh. And I know it's impossible for you to give me a number, but has now, I'm going to ask her because I know she probably doesn't know. And so what do you think it's going to cost to fix up decently to freshen up? We're going to new paint wall, you know, paint walls, new carpet, new case goods, new beds, new everything. So, you know, obviously the parking lot's got to be redone. And this whole lot of shit has to be done. What do you think? 
Let's do a per room number. What do you think it's going to cost per room? Six mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. K room, two K room, ten K room, $300,000 a room. No, it's not going to be $300,000 a room. Well, let's find out. Been a, an estimate done on approximately Lucy Goosey? So depending on, depending on what do you want to do, right? I had uh, actually the good situation um, would be if somebody comes in and does dual branding, like your Red Roof and Hometown Suites. And that I actually have uh, uh, have had Red Roof come and give an estimate. Uh, I can forward that to you. Do you have Lucy Goosey right no- Lucy Goosey numbers? Correct. Uh, approximately numbers, some numbers. Yes. Do, do you have any idea? So I'm asking her again and again and again because she's not really answering my question. I, and I want to. I want. I'm not letting her go until she gives me an answer. I already know the answer. I just want to see if she knows the answer because I'm going to use that against her if I can. And you'll see how I do that in a second. Like just off the top of your head by chance. Uh, there were those numbers. Um, you know, if you give me your email, I'll forward. I have that number some someplace here. I'll, uh, mm. Do I want to give her my email? Who's the hero here? Is it me or is it, do I work for Lily? I don't want her to have my number. I don't want to have, have my email. I don't want to have my contact information at all. I don't matter. Dr. Lily, everything has to go through Dr. Lily, not me. I would um, just trying to, I can send you all the star report, the stat. She's very, very clever. Uh, I can't find it. I'll just send it to you because she's already asked me for, my, for, for an email. Uh, before and I already denied her in the last call, and I'm remembering she, you're very you're very clever, very persistent. I like this lady. And uh, if she's like she's like me, she's like very very clever. Love it. I would to guess I would at least guess five thousand per room. Yeah, that's that's about five to eight. Yeah, it's about five to eight thousand dollars a room for just a, a you know a slight refresh. If we're going to do a complete rebrand, let's call it ten grand a room. Okay, so ten grand a room times one hundred and forty five. What is that? <laughs> How much is that going to cost? 10 grand a room. 1.4 million. Our budget's two and a half. Do we still have wiggle room to improve whatever we need to improve? Driveway, exterior, front desk, front, front desk area, lobby area, freshen up restaurant, sign, whatever we need to do. Do we have all the money we need? We can go up to $5 million, guys. We have 1.5 for the purchase. We still have $3.5 million to go on doing anything else. Do you think we can find a place for $3.5 million to make this the number one place to be for this area. Can we do that on three and a half million dollars? Can we do that? And the, the, of course we can. And can we even pull out a couple hundred grand and hip national bank just because as a, as a, as a finder's fee, we've worked hard and we got to be paid. And that's how it works. Whenever we find a deal and we close, we always get paid. The minimum amount is 3000 at a lower level. $50,000 as you get into mid-levels, and it's at least a six-figure check when you get to this level. So you're, you're pulling out money every single time you close a deal. Where most people are actually selling off the great deals, we're buying them and getting paid at the same time. So I know you don't want to hear this, Brett, but you're wholesaling for three grand. I'm buying the property, getting three grand, and getting the cash flow. This just for you, Brett. I know he's a wholesaler, and I know he can take it. But it's, it's, it's basically a no-brainer. All right. It's, it's pretty cool. Anyway, I'm excited for, you know, I'm really excited for her. Thousand is what we normally see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if I say, yeah, that's about right. Maybe, you know, five to $8,000 a room. Now, 
that means that gives me a budget in her head, right? So I'm, I'm putting a budget in her head. Listen carefully why I'm doing this. And she does it without me even asking, which is fucking great. I have people, I don't know what your background is uh, there, how many hotels you own. I have people who would rent, come and renovate. What did she just say? Yes, I would at least get 5000 per room. Yeah, that's, that's about right. five to 8000 is what we normally see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I already know it's 10. All right, five to eight. And then instantly, now why is she doing this? Oh, I have people that can do this. I have people that can do this. I have people that can do that. She's selling. Exactly. Mary Lou, you hit it on the head. She's selling me. Selling me. And why is she selling me? The deal sells itself. Why is she selling me? And I have people, I don't know what your background is uh, there, how many hotels you own. I have people who would rent, come and renovate. Yeah. If you have a, you already have a team that's set up to do that? Yes. Okay. We have one as well, but I, we're working on three hotel turnarounds right now. And if we could have some, yeah, that would some help. help that uh-huh. would, yeah, that would definitely be helpful. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh-huh. d- uh, she gave me the budget of $5,000 a room. And if it goes over $5,000 a room, I can negotiate that price now and actually get probably a lot better. I can, and if I go to 10, I can make this place look like the Taj Mahal for a lot less. Right. And again, this is just, um, it's a placeholder for later. I don't know if I'm going to use your team or team could suck. Maybe I don't want to use your team. I'm going to get three different contractors anyway to give me a quote and a bid. I'm going to use the best one because I have three and a half million dollars I got to spend. All right. And I want to spend it wisely because the end game here is to have a $15 million hotel, period. That's the end game. And as soon as we have a $15 million hotel, we want to refinance that to $10 million, pay off the five and have $5 million in our pocket at tax-free value with another $5 million. And if you could sell it again for, te- for, for 14, you get another 4 million. That's $9 million. Crazy. If it was to be converted into a dual brand, do you have all these projections already? Do you, all these? I know she doesn't have projections. I'm going to ask her. And why am I doing it? To keep her off balance because I need her to feel like she has to work in order. This is me creating an impasse and having her to find this shit. So she has to sell me because this thing, this is going to sell itself to anyone that knows what the hell they're doing. So I have to push her a little bit to make sure she knows that she has to work to get my money. This already done with the, uh, the revenue I would look like? I did not do the projections oh, for uh, Red Group, but I can definitely get those projections from the, the you know, Red Group rep. Got it. I know him pretty well. I'm, are you a Red Roof fan? Because yeah. I, I, we've had... I, we've. So she says Red Roof, I hate Red Roof. If she had said Choice, I would have hated Choice. If she had says uh, Hilton, I would have hated Hilton. All right. I don't like anything. As you know, if you've been to Success Reflex, we don't like anything. Nothing makes us happy. And why do we do that? Because now she has to sell us more. Bought three and converted them all because we weren't happy with, with what the numbers looked like. Red roof? Yeah. I, but that's the experience I, I, we had in Texas. We have three in Texas. and That's actually true. No. We did convert so, three red roofs. So, Midwest, if I, I personally sold a few red The last one I sold was in a Flint which is not a great area. And Flint, I sold uh, the revenues were about one point, just a regular, your two-story exterior corridor property, 108 rooms, and they were doing- Okay, listen carefully. So they took a 108-room hotel, which is 50%, uh, it's 33%, a third less, it's two-thirds of the size. So it's a third less of revenue. Listen to these numbers. Listen carefully. 1.7 million. It was making 1.2 million with a third of the size and went to 1.7 million. 
And all they did was convert to red roof, which is a very, it's, it's not going to cost $10,000 a room to convert to a red roof at all. I'm, t- I'm, I'm thinking a very much higher level than red roof. All right. And again, if you add 30% revenue to that, it supports exactly what I'm saying. And this is in a shittier area with a lower rev, you know, revenue per available room. So worse area with better numbers at a lower, uh, you know, a smaller hotel. So it's already, it's, it's confirming what I'm telling you now. And I had another one in Kalamazoo that was doing 1.3 and currently they're doing 1.7 and he won't sell less than 5 million. A lot of people here like red roofs and the performance is great. Okay. Well, maybe it was just a Texas and thing. Especially, especially with uh, hometown suites because those are extended stay. So with 145 rooms, you almost want, you know, some to be, you don't need that many rooms. So why not convert that into those suites? And I think that would be really, I, I mean, dual branding is pretty popular. Yep. I have a quality in, in, um, in Holland and they're looking at doing the choice quality and suburban yep, yep, because yep. The, anything with more number of rooms and you and I both know being in, uh, you know, underwriting that all these, you and I both know she's using my techniques and I have, you know, she's, this girl is good. You and I both know she's putting us in the same room in the same boat. Hey, we both know this. This is shit I taught last week. This is good shit. I love it. I love seeing people that know what they're doing and they're talking in a way that I can really understand what's happening. And it's just cool. I just think it's great. Extended, they performed well during this COVID. Yes. So I, I really like. And the only reason that I'm still, you know, my hotels didn't die and I have three that are still limping along is because of extended stays. That means instead of, you know, you lose your job, you, you got to play somewhere, you, have, you, you lost your credit, you can't afford to get utilities, you stay in an extended stay hotel, you pay every week and that keeps the lights on. And, you know, you're, you're getting a, a clientele that's there, you know, on a 30 day basis and it rolls, but it keeps the lights on while, you know, while there's a transition. So it's a very, very good um, uh, revenue model uh, and it's stable. And it's really what allowed us to stay alive in some of the assets that we had because, and, and it's, it, she's absolutely right. So she does know what she's talking about and having a dual brand where you can have that, that uh, stable revenue while you have that hotel revenue. And the beauty of hotels is if you've ever stayed in Vegas, you can have a, you st- I stay at the Cosmo when I go to Vegas, I'm a Marriott person. They take care of me and I, I like Marriott's and, you know, I can stay in a room for 75 bucks and if there's if it's fight night, I'm not finding that room for less than 500. So that's called um, you know revenue management, and that's where the money is made in hotels. Is as the the demand increases in an area, you can jack up the price and really get what you want. So your your rents are raised instead of monthly, it's nightly. So you could really take advantage of the spikes of what's going on in an area, and it's there's an art form to that, and it's it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. It's nerdy, but it's it's fun. Dual branding concept. Yeah, yeah, we did. We that's that saved our ass very much. I get uh-huh. that. Where are your hotels, and what's the name of your company? And tell me a little bit about your company. Uh, we're we're actually a private equity fund, and we we have different okay. partners across the country. Uh, we're based. I'm out uh-huh. of. All right. So, how many hotels do I own? What's she doing now? Very, very, very clever girl. What's the name of your company? Where are you located? Blah blah blah. What's she trying to do? She's vetting me now. She's checking me out. She realized, shit, I've said all this shit and I don't even know who this guy is. All right. No problem. Uh, uh, Vegas and in uh, Orlando. And we, but we have offices uh-huh. in, in 36 states. 
And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so we 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 buy and borrow. We do both. We underwrite uh, either as the buyer or as the borrower. And if we're the borrower, if the buyer doesn't do what they're supposed to do, then we step in as the buyer. We we take over. So, so I just went into my private equity fund spiel, which is true. We lend money. I said borrow. We really lend. We lend money or we buy. This is true, and we only lend on assets that we would actually buy ourselves. And if the borrower does not do what they're supposed to do, we get the asset. That's just how it works. And just giving her the private equity funds spiel, and you'll see where this goes. We lend on something okay. that we would actually buy ourselves. Uh huh. And then, how many hotels do you own? Uh, we're at twenty-eight right now. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Which states do you primarily? Uh, uh, Texas, all the way across to uh, Florida, and then all the way up to New York. Oh, well, okay. So are you in acquisition mode, or you have some for disposition? No, we're, all, we're acquiring as much as we can. We, uh, okay. How many are you looking to acquire? Do you like the direction this is going? How many are we looking to acquire? Hmm. How, much, how many can you send our way? How many? Oh, so what? What would be? <laughs> oh my goodness! How many are you looking to acquire? Right, very much. Like her basic. She's in her. She's in autopilot right now. Her. She's not really invested into the questions. She's just poking to see what. She doesn't know what to ask me next, so she's just doing this. And then suddenly she's like, "Well, how many do you want to acquire?" And most people say, "I don't know, two, three. Well, how many do you want to send? I answered a question with a question. And did you hear how her tone completely changed? I'm going to rewind this because this is, this is fucking classic. Because this is when she understands that she's not letting us go. Oh, well, okay. So are you in acquisition mode or you have some for disposition? No, we're, all, we're acquiring as much as we can. We, uh, okay. How many are you looking to acquire? How, much, how many can you send our way? How many? Oh, so what, what would be ideal, uh, you know, purchase for you? Like, let's say that if you give me some numbers, what would be your criteria for purchase? Anything that makes, uh, has an upside, that has value coming in. We're not retail. This we don't is, buy anything retail. Anyone that went to Success Reflex, you know exactly what I'm doing. We just taught it this last week. So this is exactly what I taught you. What I teach you to do is exactly what I'm doing right now, what Frank and I are teaching you to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And we can do, uh, we have about 9.3 million to get rid of by the end of the year. And if we, uh -huh. and if we need more, then we can make a few phone calls and get more, but that's what we have right now on the platter to, uh, to, to dispose of, but we, okay. we, we buy optimize and then refi. So, we get our money back. So we're constantly buying, optimizing, mm -hmm. get our money back, buy mm -hmm. more, optimize, buy mm -hmm. more. We're fairly mm -hmm. new in the hospitality side. We've only been at it for, I'd say, six years in hospitality. We have over 6,000 mm -hmm. 6, units in the uh, multifamily space, but that's crowded now. So we move over to um, uh, assisted living have facilities. Have you thought about, uh, oh, yeah, that's another one. I oh, so I just changed years total. I can hear she's checked out. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. I'm going to mix it up a little. Let's talk about assisted living facilities. Let's see what she brings to the table. Did you hear that? As soon as I change gears, she instantly responds to a something, something more. So that's a treat. So if I change, you'll see that I do different things. As soon as she gets off balance, I get a treat. So how many times do I want to get her off balance, guys? As often as possible. I want as many treats as I can. The facility 
that is uh, a hotel to be converted. I saw a lot of hotels to be converted into assisted living. How many assisted living do you have? Oh, we have a small portfolio. We have seven. We have a very small portfolio well, right now. So would you be interested in if I have something that is readily either converted into multifamily or assisted living and uh, you know, and also have a loan, everything ready to zoning, everything ready to be done. Would would that be of an interest to you? If it's not retail, it's yes. About it. If it, we don't do anything retail, so can I be any clearer? Do I want to buy retail? Am I being abundantly clear? And I know some of you are struggling with this that that we work with. You know that I don't want to say that we don't buy retail. They look they poo poo on this. I said it multiple times. Does she have a problem with it at all? None. And any deal that she brings me, I say me, but it's really Dr. Lily. Any deal that's brought is going to be under retail. And if it's, if it's, if it's retail, it has aids to me. I don't want to touch it. Someone else can buy that shit. I don't want to do it. Instantly gets categorized into a three off a ghost, even if it has negative cash flow. Right, Amber? If the numbers come out retail, then we're not going to do it. Uh, there has to be some upside. There. We, we pull money from investors and we have to give them a specific return it's almost impossible if it's retail. Sure. yeah all right so what am i doing now all right yes i have a private equity fund and yes we're pulling money from people that want to invest in in in, in they don't want to do all the work to find these assets so they're giving me their money so i can place it so they can make a return and i have to give them a decent return or i can't get any money so the, the flip side of the coin of this is just you know I, we borrow at very low rates but if we're using other people's money, we have to get an aggressive return so we can take care of the people that are allowing us to buy this, if that makes any sense. And we have to give them a decent return. Now, I know, now, she said she bought a hotel. And if she bought a hotel, might she be someone that might want to invest in the fund? Maybe. So I'm playing this in a lot of different ways where maybe this is a future investor. And again, I won't do it unless... A, you know, it meets, she meets all the requirements because that's, there's fund requirements to do that. But I can, if I can sell her on her understanding of how the fund works and she knows that the, re the returns that we have to have are significant, will she understand not necessarily that she want, might need to invest in the fund, but she'll find deals that fit within that fund criteria, allowing Lily to buy better. Do you understand this? If she understands how we have to pay our investors, a, she might want to invest if she understands it. Wow, that's really great. My invest These guys that take money make a lot of money. And here are the deals that they need to find allowing so she could actually vet the deals, find the deals, be an investor in the fund and actually be a broker in the fund. It's, it's, it wouldn't be self-dealing because she's not necessarily managing the fund. I am and I have, I have no personal gain in this. There's, there's rules around this, but I'm just giving you the big idea. If she knows what the fund needs, Dr. Lilly can buy as many as she wants at already discounted prices. So we're basically lining up the ducks to basically shoot them one by one. Plastic ducks, no real ducks have been hurt in this scenario. All right. So, so they're able to, you know, she, we already have these deals lined up with a laydown, which only helps Dr. Lilly. Does that make sense? All right. I hope it does. So what type of return do you look for? Love as high as possible. Our mandate is. What kind of return do you want? What am I going to say? 5%? Fuck no. As high as possible. You know, obviously, <laughs> if, if you were investing in our fund, you know, would you want a 6% return or a 17% return? You know, it's as much as, as, much as we can get. Yeah, exactly. So 17. 
There's a reason I said a 17% return, right? So do you want a 6% or 17? She said 17% return. So she already gave me the answer of a 17% return to find me a property. Do you understand the, the mind fuck that I'm doing right now without her even realizing it? Or, yeah. So we have, do you have a minimum? What are your expectations for your investors? It depends. If we're buying in California, what are their expectations? It, it, it again, it varies. Mm -hmm. uh, it's if if I promise you, persistent. I love it. Two six, and I give you nine, and next year you get six. You're going to be disappointed, even if you promised you six because mm -hmm. you got nine last year. So, it's I haven't answered the question. Right. What do you want returns as high as possible? 17. I want 17. She said 17. I didn't say 17. Right? Well, I said it, then she repeated it, which is the point. And what's your actual expected return? And it's true. If I give, I promise someone a 6% return and I give you nine, you're going to be thrilled. But the next year when you got six, when I promised you six to begin with, you'll be pissed off because wait, we did nine last year. What the fuck's wrong with your fund? But I promise you six. I don't give a fuck. I want my money back because you promised me six. You gave me nine. Now you give me six. Fuck off. That's how people think. And that's how it is. So I don't want to promise anything to her specifically because A, could bite me in the ass. But two, this isn't about investing in the fund. It's about her understanding how the fund works. So if she did want to invest, it would make sense. So she would understand what deals to look for. That would be a lay down for Dr. Lily to buy. And this all happens very quickly as she's asking me these questions. This is how my mind works. All right. And again, Dr. Lilly is the winner in, at the end of this. Sure. It's very difficult for me to give you an answer that's carved in stone because different markets have different expectations and different uh, asset classes have different expectations. So it's not okay. a one size fits all. I wish it was, but it's not. No uh, problem. I do have another one that I would like to share. Let me call, make a call and see if they have not sold it yet. Okay. Uh, okay. Very good. What is she doing now? She's telling me, you know, that we've talked about four different deals. When I called about this one, four, four, one, two, three, four. All right. Four different deals, all off market, all significantly underpriced. And now she wants to, let me make a call. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. All right. Very, very, is so far so good. Yes. I'm going to send uh, quick, you quick information on, this, on Toledo. Yes, mm -hmm. please do. Is there, is there, uh, is there any debt on that at all? Is that we have? Okay, so now I'm going to see if there's any debt on the property. If you know my style, if there's, you know, if they owe 1.5, fuck, I'll buy this tomorrow. Just take over the debt and be done with it. Have zero money out of pocket, except now I have a new problem. And then I, I need to get $5 million at cheaper rates, but I still have to see if there's debt. And there, how I'm asking if there's debt is to see if the title's clean so we can close quickly. So I'm positioning the question in a way where it serves the seller. It doesn't serve me. Listen carefully. Worry about no. if we were to, so no. it's paid for no, we can, and the title search has been no done. Debt. Title search is oh, done or everything no? Everything is done. Yeah, everything is done. So if we wanted to close this by the end of the year, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close this by the end of the year, no problem. Good. All right. In the bag. We're gonna we're closing on this way before the end of the year. I'm I'm gonna try to buy this next by the end of the month. No problem at all. Um, I wanted to when I sent to uh, Dr. Lilly, I made made sure that uh, I made it clear there were some restrictions from not the restrictions because the uh, Current ownership was not doing what they were supposed to be doing, so the city was after them, and they were looking to close, but it did not close. This hotel is still open and operating. It is open open under the signed up now with Budgetel brand. So it's good that you can rebrand, but I would, before you make the investment, I would like you to talk to the city also first. I know that somebody who has a business plan, I did that with uh, another property that they had it in similar situation for my son.
It is like I, I, I speak well. So what is she saying right now? Why is she telling me you should go to the city so you know you don't have a problem? Why is she giving me this information? She didn't start with that. She's ending with this. Right? Asia has experience, but if you think she's telling every buyer this? There's a reason, right? The reason is I think she knows we can close. She wants to know she's going to get paid. And she knows that if she does good work here, she is going to she she wants to be our main golden retriever, period. She wants to get as many deals as possible. All right. <laughs> oh my God, seriously, Marco is a freaking stud, right? No, Dr. Lily, you are. All right. That's 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 you, man. It's that has nothing to do with me. I'm just doing my job and you're doing yours, and that's that's how it works. Yeah, deals, but this is a little bit further down for me as well. You know? Okay. So but I want you to be keeping that in mind to speak with the city before you now if she says that to everybody, you think everyone's gonna be cool with that or you think they're gonna be terrified, right? I'm not terrified of that. I'm excited about that. That, that. That's eggplant emoji for me. The harder it is for other people to buy it, the cheaper I get, I get the thing. And the more money we make, guys, if just a $60 rev par, and again, we can go up to almost $70, $80 on a rev par with the plan that I have in mind. It's a $14 million asset that we're buying for, again, way less than $5 million. I'm, I'm trying to burn. We won't even make it to $5 million. We might have to take Lily and put a million dollars in her pocket just so we get to that number. All right. Exactly, Sunny. It's an eggplant emoji. All right. I don't say that very often. We'll make the final. No problem. There should not be any issues, but I just want you to be aware of. That makes sense. Uh, do you know what the revenues um, have been? I know it's... it's. So now I'm circling back to this deal again. What she already told me at the beginning, 1.2 is what she said. I just want to confirm it because if you... The funny thing about not telling the truth is that you say two different things if you just make shit up. So I want to verify that the numbers are actually the numbers. In bad shape right now, but it's any idea what the revenue least, is? At least a million. In any bad year, they made million. In 2020, they made million 1.15. That's the gross, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's consistent. And that's that's without the tax the, the tax revenue. Because if you had tax revenue, it would probably be closer to 1.3, 1.4. 1. That's uh, without the taxes. There you go. You know, it's just the room revenue. Yeah, of course. If but got- that does not include 20000 for the, uh, what do you call it? Just- it doesn't include the 20000 for the, the, the AT&T thing or the, the restaurant lease. There's still a restaurant lease, which we haven't even discussed. That by itself with the, the, the tower is a million, just those two things. I could sell off the, the, just the revenue on that on a net lease for a million bucks. No big deal. Strictly room revenue. I understand. They were at about 66% occupancy with a rev part of about $29. Okay. The rev part is actually $22, not $29. She's off. It's not even $29. Those $29 should be making a lot more money. This shit's crazy. Really, really crazy. All right. Mm-hmm. Understood. Very nice. Let's talk more often, Marco. All right. Sounds good. We can bring you some deals. And then- why is she saying this? Let's talk more often, Marco. I want to bring you some deals. Listen carefully. What's going to happen? Uh, yeah, I, I would send you some information on that uh, sister's living deal as well. Sounds good. And, I just and, uh, closed Radisson. I just closed a Radisson. She's just throwing this out of the middle of nowhere. Why is she telling me she closed a Radisson? I didn't, uh, we're wrapping up the call. I just closed her Addison. She's selling again. Terrible, right? Terrible. Terrible. Okay. Which one? Okay. And, uh, oh, okay. Like, like, I don't care, but I can't, I can't dismiss her. I, I have to pick it up. She said it. I don't want to dismiss her because I have to say good boy, good girl, good dog, right? I have to, as much as I don't want to, 
I have to. And that's why I like, okay. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to pick this up because it's only going to hurt the relationship at this point because she's just been so awesome. All right. Which Radisson? I closed Which Radisson? Radisson in Farmington Hill to be converted into assisted living and memory care. Gotcha. For gotcha. You. Yeah, we like that. I, I did uh, did quite a few, actually. The, there's one Holiday Inn that is ready to be converted. I'll send you the information on that and maybe you. Deal number six. She just sent me a holiday. She's about to send a holiday in, guys. I just sold her Addison. Oh, tell me more about that. Oh, I got this this other thing. I'll send you information on that. She is a machine. A machine. You can let me know. Even though, you know, everything is ready to go. The guys that they were buying, they ended up having a fight. Uh-oh. And uh, they did not close. They lost about $500,000 in escrow. So... That's the game. I don't know if you heard this. They were closing on something. They were ready to go. Everything's done. They put $500,000 in escrow. They had a fight and they lost it. And I said, that's the game. <laughs> you know why she did that? Is that the game, guys? Is that the game? You put your money down and you lose it. And it's actually the game when you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Because that would never happen on, with us. And by saying, well, that's the game, it means I understand that happens. We're ready to play, right? It's not, I'm not saying it's not for me, Leroy. What I'm saying is that's the game. We're ready to take it. And if they've already gotten a $500,000 escrow, does that mean that we can now buy whatever they were going to buy for $500,000 less? She gave us the intimate information that we need, the caramel that we need in order to play that and save a half a million bucks just on that other opportunity, just by saying, Good dog. Congratulations on your Radisson. She just jumped it in. And I had, it, the call is over. An extra half a million dollars in Lily's pocket. You can't even count the millions that are being made on this call. There's probably, it's a 14 minute call with a $14 million asset. It's basically a million dollars a minute. Dropping the mic, getting the hell out of here. It's a million bucks a minute. So I'll send that information to you, would, uh, you know, love to stay in touch with you. Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, I'll, Thank you I'll, so I'll circle much. I'll back. I'll be emailing you. Send that info. I'll take a look sure. at it and we'll touch base tomorrow. How's that? Wonderful. Right. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a good Would night. Would you be willing to share your cell as well or no? What did she just ask for? I didn't give her my email. So what did she just asked for? Would you be willing to give me your cell number? Listen. That's the game. The, you know, the <laughs> so I'll send that information to you. Would uh, You know, love to stay in touch with you. Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, I'll, Thank you I'll, I'll so circle much. back. I'll be emailing you. Send that info. I'll take a look sure. at it and we'll touch base tomorrow. How's that? Wonderful. Right. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a good Would night. Would you be willing to share your cell as well or no? My cell? Uh, let's keep it in, uh, uh-huh. email for now. And okay. as we our relationship no grows, I'll be delighted Thank to you. give you my cell number. Okay. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you so Bye, much. For now. Bye for now. Hello. As much as I'd love to give you my cell, let's keep it email for now. And then as our relationship grows, you can earn my number. All right. Which is a ninja move as well by itself. All right. So... Guys, very exciting call for a lot of different reasons, all right? And this this deal was found today, off market, found today, bottom of the pile. What the fuck are you doing? Not tell me this first. We got to call this now. Didn't sell at almost 3 million bucks. Certainly going to buy it today at 1.5. I'd even buy it at $3 million. Knowing what I know now and understanding this deal and the structure, no brainer. How much money out of Lily's pocket if she does this right? Zero. What's the value of this asset? If she does everything half-assed, half-assed, if she is just average, 12, 13, 14 million dollars average. 
That's average. Average. That's at least $5 million in her pocket. Is it worth learning the shit? Is it worth really understanding it so you can put these kinds of deals together? Guys, this is happening now. This is not happening in a year from now. It's happening right now. And these deals are coming down. And guys, this seller had two of them because the wheels are falling off the wagon now because they've been trying to keep it together, trying to keep it together, you know, trying to keep this together. PPP money is not going to, you know, they, they can't get this. They're just, they're, they've been relying on government money when it's not available. The wheels fall off the wagon and we pick up the pieces and we make out like bandits. There's, this is the time right now to learn this, to apply it, to get your, just get your teeth into these things, to make more money in the next 12 months than most people do in the, in, have done in the last 12 years, 20 years. Really exciting time. That's just one opportunity. That's one phone call, a 14-minute call with $14 million plus worth of assets, way more than that. I think there was five or six different assets in this one call from one agent. How many agents are there that have the same amount of volume? This is just in one small pocket area that she has access to. We, you know, there's 50 states with hundreds of agents that have access to hundreds of deals. If you do not get excited over this, like I'm good, I've already made my money. I want to help you guys. This is what I do. This this get, this turns me on, and I'm excited to help those that want to be helped. And if this is something that you're really serious about. You know what to do. Now, if you've never been in the program, it starts with a three-day, first of all. You got to learn the basics. If you have not yet enrolled, uh, send me an email, marco at marcogaslassi.com. And then from there, uh, if you want to get into bigger, fatter, juicier deals, uh, like Dr. Lilly and all the other people that I discuss in these other calls, we'll give you an explanation on how to do that. All right? So appreciate you. Um, here we go. That's it. hope that was exciting. Those of you that know Dr. Lilly, I'm sure I hope you're, I know you're excited with her because we have groups that are, you know, uh, rubbing shoulders with her constantly. And I'm really excited for you. And uh, there we go. So thanks so much. Have a great day. And uh, we're going to see you next week. I don't, I can't promise a call as exciting as this one. I might have to, you know, do a single family or something just to start over again, but uh, a lot of fun. Thanks guys. Have a great day. Enjoy your week and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks guys. See ya. So there you go. Very exciting. Uh, someone that is really buying something for the first time. Tons of upside. Great opportunities on the backside. And just in general, a great opportunity. And all she had to do is say yes to herself and learn this stuff. And I'm hoping that you will do the same thing. Uh, if you are interested in joining the uh, first, the starter program, uh, which is an intensive three-day that gives you the basics. And then if you, from that class, want to go bananas and do hotels or multifamilies or assisted living facilities or whatever asset class that you're looking for, we have a path and a plan that will allow you to do that right away, no matter what your experience level is. So yeah, all you have to do is shoot me an email, marco at marcokozlowski.com. That's marco at marcokozlowski.com. So we can point you in the right direction to get you started immediately. Face your fear, which stands for fuck everything and run, right? We don't want to be afraid of anything because you want to accomplish anything. If you were not afraid of anything, that's exactly what would happen. And let's get you started right now buying assets using none of your own money, having appreciation take care of you. As things go up, 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 you start making more and more money, making cash flow at the same time. And it doesn't have to be $14 million. It can be as little as a couple hundred bucks a month. But hey, if you can make a million dollars in one deal or $2 million in one deal, why screw around with the small stuff? But we got to start somewhere, right? So that's the podcast for today. A little bit different flavor than normal. I might throw one of these in uh, once in a while. 
depending on the feedback that I get from you, the listener, please give us feedback, like it, love it, share it, uh, comment, give us your thoughts, all good ones, I hope, and I uh, can't wait to see you on the next podcast. Thanks so much. Have a fabulous day. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.